0: Hello, my name is Reverend Casey Carbone, and you're listening to a sermon provided by the First Presbyterian Church of Mayo We are currently worshiping on Sundays at 10am, both on Facebook Live and YouTube Live. We hope that this message provides you with a source of encouragement and allows you to grow more deeply in your faith as we all continue to seek to be the hands and feet of Jesus Christ. Our scripture reading comes this morning from the gospel according to Matthew chapter 21 verses 1 to 11. Listen now to God's holy word. When they had come near Jerusalem and had reached Bethphage at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples saying to them, Go into the village ahead of you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, just say this, The Lord needs some, and he will send them immediately. This took place to fulfill what had been spoken through the prophet, saying, Tell the daughter of Zion, Look, your king is coming to you, humble and mounted on a donkey, and on a colt, the foal of a donkey. The disciples went and did as Jesus had directed them. They brought the donkey and the colt and put their cloaks on them, and he sat on them. A very large crowd had spread their cloaks on the road and cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. The crowd that went ahead of him and followed were shouting, Hosanna! Hosanna to the son of David! Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord! Hosanna in the highest heaven! Then he entered Jerusalem. When he entered Jerusalem, the whole city was in turmoil, asking one another, Who is this? The crowds were saying, This is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth in Galilee. Let us pray. Almighty God, we ask that as your word is read and as it is proclaimed, that your spirit may dwell among us, that it may illumine our hearts and our minds to remind us of the ways you are calling us to live and move and have our being in the world as we bear witness to your never-ceasing love and grace. We ask this in your most holy name, we pray. Amen. So palms are waving, chants are filling the air, the people are taking off their cloaks and laying them on the ground as Jesus comes riding into the city of Jerusalem. Can you imagine it? Imagine yourself standing in the crowd with all the noises from the people, the dust kicking off the road, the smells, the sights. But this morning is a little different. Our Palm Sunday tradition is a little different. There are no palms in the sanctuary. There are no songs of praise, no hosannas to be sung by the choir or the congregation. Yet even though the sanctuary is empty, the Spirit of God is still moving in the air. The Spirit of God is moving and calling us to still shout out our songs of praise and loud hosannas. As Jesus rides into the city of Jerusalem, he begins to set into motion an expansion of God's hope and salvation and shares it with the world. It is not something that can be contained in a building or within any kind of borders, but it is something that must break free and enter into the vastness of creation. As the people followed Jesus through the city, they were shouting and calling out to Jesus, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of God. Blessed the coming kingdom of our father David, Hosanna in the highest heaven. Hosanna. It's a word that we have come to associate with praise, with celebration, with jubilee. But Hosanna is much more nuanced than that. Because Hosanna can also come across as meaning a a shout of help, a plea, meaning save us now we pray. You might feel that we are in a place where we need help, where we need to shout out that Hosanna. That Hosanna where we need a saving presence. Perhaps you found that you're having more and more nighttime chats with God. You know, the conversations where you list everything that keeps us up at night, the things that keep rattling through our minds, everything that seems to hit us all at once. And if you find that you're in that position right now, I encourage you to reach out to either myself or one of the elders or deacons or someone who you can trust because you aren't alone. And you are someone who is just as much loved, a beloved child of God that doesn't have to face these things by yourself. And we shouldn't forget that. Even when this is all over, we should not forget that. So as we wave our palm branches or our palm branch substitutes, as we follow Jesus into the city of Jerusalem, let us not forget that important lesson. But as we follow Jesus, we aren't sure what to expect. We know that something important is going to happen. And so we join in with the crowd of people who, uh, of course, were practicing appropriate social distancing, (laughs) and we also join them in lifting up our songs of praise and joy. This entry into Jerusalem is one that carries a mixture of emotions. There is hope, there is comfort, anticipation, but there is also a sense of unease, perhaps a sense of heavy hope that weighs especially on the mind of Jesus. The disciples might not have known what they were getting themselves into when they followed Jesus, and we may not fully understand either. Still, this Holy Week, we have indeed tasted the bittersweet feeling that arises as we approach that Easter morn. Now, I mentioned heavy hope, and I guess I should clarify what I mean. I'm talking about the kind of hope that is everything we could want, but there's a catch. Jesus knew what this heavy hope was as he rode into Jerusalem, knowing full well that the unfolding events would end with his crucifixion on the cross. And we now have a taste of what that kind of heavy hope is as well. So much has been given up This season. So much has been given up in order to keep ourselves and others healthy and safe. So much has been given up that it means we are not able to even gather in person during this high holy season. But there has been much that has been gained as well during this time. We may not know what we have acquired during this season of life. It may have been something, though, as simple as finding time for family or friends to connect with people in new ways, or even simply going outside and appreciating the beauty of creation. I often think of Heavy Hope as being that part in an action or hero movie where the main protagonist turns to their companion and tells them that the only way their plan is going to work is if they sacrifice themselves, or if they do this really dangerous stunt which afterwards, depending on the movie, usually ends with a scene where people are celebrating and their lives find a way to start again. In those moments of tension, we must look for the hope that is coming for all of us. I see this hope and I hope you see this hope as well. I see this hope in the stories about business owners or veterans who run distilleries and make hand sanitizers for hospitals, for people who are at risk. I see this hope in neighbors who shop for their, for their community members Who are in an at risk population as well. And I see this hope in people who make masks and cards of appreciation for healthcare workers. I see this hope and I hope that you are able to find this glimmer of light as well. The hope this Palm Sunday, the hope of this Holy Week, is certainly a heavy one, yet it is laced. It is laced with seeds that will bear fruit if we continue to embody the teachings, the ministry, the love of Christ. Because there is still hope to be had this Holy Week. It may may look and feel different, if we're being honest, but believe me, the hope is there. The Spirit of God is still moving, carrying it outside places we have traditionally known. As we head into Holy Week, let us continue to join the crowds in raising their songs of praise and loud hosannas. As we head into Holy Week, may we ask the question as well that the people in Jerusalem were asking, who is just Jesus that has come into our midst? Lifting our hymns to the heavens and getting to know Christ more deeply, and the hope that follows will carry us through our continued Lenten journey, our wilderness journey. So let us pick up our palm branches that we have set on the ground and pick them up as we continue on our pilgrimage to the place where Jesus is calling us. That's why as a community of faith, we wave palm branches. It's why we continue both physically and virtually. It's why we continue to come together to offer our praise to God. It is why we come together with one another, with people who are different from us but people who are created in the image of God. So as we continue to search for the hope to see it in our lives this Holy Week, may we continue to follow, follow Jesus, follow one another, as we continue to persevere and grow and embody the upcoming Easter hope. Amen. Thanks again for listening